Hello and welcome to the PC Gamer podcast. Uh, now, I don't know whether the uh, new jingles have actually been created yet, so you may have just heard a really exciting new little intro sound clip there, or you may not have. Um, such are the mysteries of podcast making. Anyway, uh, joining me in the PC Gamer studio today are... Uh, I'm Tim Edwards, deputy editor. Hello, Tim. And also... Tom Francis, section editor. Sounding as different to Tim as possible. <laughs> really? Have you been accused of sounding the same? Yeah, some people Maybe don't I know the difference between me and Tim. Like a little kind of crazy dwarf, like, hello, I'm Tim. Yeah, you could do that. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. no. <laughs> or we could all have uh, entertaining re- regional accents. Speaking of which, and, and finally, <laughs> Graham Smith, desk editor, and comic relief. And, and uh, one of our resident Scotsman. The other one is uh, ill today, although apparently he's feeling a bit better now, boys, so um, that's good news. Craig's not dead then. Not Aren't dead. Are you legally a Scotsman, Ross? Uh, legally, <laughs> yes. I'm five eighths Scottish. Five eighths. That's the majority. Does that allow you to wear a kilt? Uh, only a five-eighths length. Uh, if you look in the in the, the rules of Scotland, that's that's what it says. So you're five-eighths tartan. Yes. Yeah. I spent my whole life thinking I was like an eighth French or something because my surname's Francis. And I discover it's not at all true. Mm. I've been English for like about sixteen generations back. <laughs> you're fooling you? yourself. I have no exotic blood in me whatsoever. Mm. What are the other three-eighths? English. Oh, okay. Sorry, uh, boy. I think. <laughs> uh, what about you? Um, I'm. How are your eights? I'm a citizen of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. International yeah. man of mystery is the way I like yeah. to put it. Good. Well, I'm glad we've had that little diversion. That was nice. So, um, what are we going to be talking about in the uh, in the PC Gamer podcast today, Tim? Well, I think we'll start with the charts. Yep. We'll talk about Warhammer, um, two flavors of Warhammer, both 40k and um, not 40k. The other one. Yep. Yep. Some Team Fortress Two. Yep. Uh, a little bit about Lady Byron. She's not a lady. Isn't she? No. Well, she's just she's a lady, but she's not like she, Lord Baron and Lady. Lady I guarantee the Byron report will result in getting in some kind of title by the end of I'm the sure day. that's why she did it. Sir, Sir Lady Byron yeah. uh, and her report. Uh, we'll talk about places. Places. Some places. Real places. Hobbiton. Or are we talking about travel journalism to imaginary places? Mm-hmm. God. Uh, <laughs> I Who said that? <laughs> all uh, of us and all our readership. Um, uh, places and games. Yes. Specifically Lord of the Rings Online. Probably. And some others. And some other things. And then we'll try and keep Graham awake. We've already done that. But we'll talk about it. Yeah. We will. Excellent. Good. Well, that sounds like a packed podcast. We better get cracking. So what are we going to talk about first? Charts? Yeah, let's do the charts. Okay. Where are we going to start this week? Actually, um, the... Control Point podcast I've been listening to. They had a guy not just do a jingle for them, but do a jingle for every section of their podcast. So oh, each time they're going to put a new one, they have this guy going. We're always a step it's behind. The charts, it's the charts, it's the charts. <laughs> it's not, it's not like high fidelity or anything. Are you, are you, are you volunteering? <laughs> I'm not green with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't we have a great jingle for the charts that was like the Adams Family in June or something? Yes. Let's never talk about <laughs> <this. laughs> Well, readers, if you can make a jingle for the charts, then please do. Yes. So yeah, we've uh, as I say, we've got this guy who's hopefully done us some jingles by now. We'll see. The thing about having jingles is that we'll have to actually do some editing of the podcast, um, and that sounds like a lot of work. Although it does sort of open the door to some other interesting Uh possible regulars we do. I want to have a thing where we read out the worst letter we got that month in Glados's voice, (laughs) 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 which would require it to be inserted afterwards. Obviously, because none of us can actually do Glados's voice. We need to have guests as well. We also need to make a magazine at some point. Yeah. Shall we do the charts? Yeah, let's do the charts. Where are we <laughs> going to start this week? Let's get on with uh, the charts. Traditionally, I think we should start at number 11. Okay. Uh, which is Frontline's Fuel of War. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Is it any good? Um, I was reading a quote about Les Dennis uh, <laughs> today where he says that... <laughs> everyone says something about no kind of... Uh, tangents. Tangents. <laughs> um, 
that he said that everyone follows him around going, <laughs> that is surely the worst curse. Um, it's a bit like front lines. <laughs> Are you following front lines around going, uh-uh, or is it following you around going, uh-uh? Um, I hadn't thought that through. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> analogy fail. <laughs> yes, major analogy fail. You're a fail dog. That's um, number the 10. Front lines what? hints at like a incredible game where you know every player is kind of master of this swarm of drones and is controlling everything remotely and is kind of like a, a sort of really exciting idea of a proper sci-fi war but then drones are only one class of it and the rest are just not worth playing relative to those that's a fair summation i like that should we, should we try and be professional for all of them <laughs> okay 10 crisis Crisis is, yeah, oh, I still she needs to go back to play it. Has anyone actually finished it? Yeah. Yeah, of course, Graham finished it. He reviewed it. <laughs> does, it does it get better after the alien bit in the middle? See, I didn't think no, the alien bit was again. really that bad. <laughs> floating but around the middle of... Ah, stop. Right, You're not worse. floating around for the rest of the game, so okay. you eventually gravity has returned. But. but you thought the alien bit is good, and you agree partially that the rest of the game is not that great. So what you're really saying is it gets worse from there. <laughs> no, I'm saying that like it's never bad. It's just not as good as like those first yeah. hours are. Okay, I'm getting deja vu. Did we talk about this before? All yeah, the time. Times. Oh, it's always the charts. Time. Skip well, over. It's, not gonna, it's gonna happen if we always go through the charts, Tim. Uh, CNC three Tiberian Wars is at number nine. Good lord. Uh, Sims Castaway Stories is at number eight, which no. is absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Which and we also and talked we about all it refused last. Refused to believe it's worth eighty uh, percent. Genuine year. kind of. Uh, Paranoia and trauma and <laughs> dementia uh, in a Sims game, which is uh, amazing. Number seven is World of Warcraft Battle Chest. What's this World of Warcraft of which you speak? Uh, I've heard of it. It's supposed to be quite good. It's got orcs in it. Yeah. I asked. Um, oh, I'll talk about it later. Uh, six <laughs> Sims oh, Two Bon Voyage. Mm. It's got some boats in it. Yeah. Five. Hang on, what? No pun. No. What is it? Saving it's coming. That, it's coming. Yeah. Right. Uh, five Sims Two. It's got people in it. Yeah. Great. Four. Okay. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Oh, I nearly played that again this morning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> That's the best story of the chart so far. Yeah, I, was I almost played that game. And I thought, oh, look, there's Peggle Extreme. I'm playing that online at the moment a yeah. bit, and it's rubbish. <laughs> it's like the, the whole point of it for me was the kill cam and now every server runs it without the kill cam so you just get yeah. to spectate when you're dead or you instantly respawn I and think, that just ruins it I think Call of Duty 4 is a game ruined by the servers who <laughs> by the server providers and the people hosting the games because they choose the most unfun stuff about it yeah. when there's a playlist like it is on the Xbox um, where people are defining um, game types and things like that and, and restricting what people can do they create really interesting scenarios Everyone just goes, oh, grenades, bam. What are you playing? Are you playing Team Deathmatch? I'm playing whatever mode the server puts me on because right. basically, pretty much, I think every map um, can be played in any one of like yeah. six different modes. And so the servers just put it in a crazy like jumble of hey, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kill Cam was just genius. It was like you die, you're frustrated, and then you gain understanding through the Kill yeah, Cam. Yeah. So you, oh no, he was actually very skillful and predicted my movement, and I see now how I could better him in the future. <laughs> Or you say, lol. <laughs> <laughs> now I just say FFS. Uh, number three, Warhammer 40k, Dawn of War, Soulstorm. Yay! Well, we're going to talk about Dawn <laughs> of War in a bit. It's a pretty lackluster expansion pack, but it's exp- lackluster expansion pack to a brilliant game, so that makes it yes. a pretty great game. And I've been playing it, I'm very proud to say. <laughs> and it's awesome. But more uh, on that later. Football Manager 2, two th- Football Manager 2, Football Manager 2008, so number two. So it's just come out That's on... That's rubbish. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I've played it now, so I can say this with conviction. <laughs> That's true, you have, but we're going to talk more about that in the next podcast. 
Yes, because mm-hmm. the next issue. Summary hits up. If, if you took a <laughs> yeah. fish out of water and made it play games. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it would probably say, don't make me play. Yes. Which could be the title of an interesting yeah. and exciting feature in a forthcoming issue of Peach Game. Yep. Just don't take charge of Rosumbarok, the Slovakian team. <laughs> you just went for the name, didn't you? You just liked the name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number one is exciting news. Sims expansion pack is at number one in the charts. Wow. PC gaming is saved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one, Tim? Sims 2 free time. I've got a question. Okay. Oh. Who's your favourite freedom fighter? And you're not allowed to say Che Guevara because I already got that and it's been the ages thinking well, about it. So <laughs> while you think about it, shall we move on? <laughs> I, 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 well, all I'd say, Tim, is that one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. So who's your favourite terrorist? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all so awesome. Um, uh, who's my favourite freedom fighter? I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. Does Indiana Jones count? He kind of fights for freedom. I think anyone who frees anyone is a freedom freedom fighter. So well, maybe the Pirate Bay. <laughs> the Pirate Bay because they're liberating media from its copyright shackles. Exactly. Right. Hmm. Tenuous. <laughs> yeah. I'll go for Rambo. Rambo Rambo's frees you know, prisoners, hostages, kills oh, people. Oh, man. That, that, I watched that film the other night. Rambo 4? Yeah. No, yeah. Just, it's just Rambo. Oh, yeah. Or it's John yeah. Rambo. John Rambo. Yeah. That's a violent film we watched it's a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's not oh. brilliant, is it? We really enjoyed it. We were just surprised by how horrifically violent it was. We were actually, like, screaming at the point. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's legs fly towards the camera and stuff like that. Yes. Children's legs as well, not adult legs. Wow. I didn't, I didn't see children's legs. Yeah, children get blown up and uh, shot uh, in the face. and How child? How child? child. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about, like, nine, ten and stuff like that. <laughs> Okay, kind of moderate child. Okay, yeah. I'm going for Jack Carver for the bit in Far Cry where he opens the Trigen cages on the mercenaries <laughs> and causes havoc. What a great freedom fighter that man is. <laughs> Liberating those Trigens. Yeah. Right, shall we talk about um, Dawn of War 2? Yes. What's that, That was Tim? a good segue there. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn of uh, War what? Dawn of War 2, as, wow. as revealed in PC Gamer and another Belgian magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, they've been scanned already. Yeah. Fucking I must say, our article is in English. It yes. is. It goes for that extra mile. It's, in, <laughs> it's almost entirely in English, and it's awesome. It's, and, got, um, it's got slightly longer words. Yeah, it's got some quite long words from Jim. There. Some of it is in Orkish. Yeah. Um, and it's in our issue and on the cover of our new issue out on Thursday, the 10th of April. And well done to those canny readers and listeners and uh, forumites on the official Dawn of War <laughs> forums who managed to work out somehow that our silhouette of the Terminator on the last page of last <laughs> was in fact the silhouette of a Terminator. I'm really impressed with their detective work. Yeah. Um, although but there, there were some pretty outlandish find... claims, weren't there? Yeah. Uh, suggestions as to what it might be. Even <laughs> after they found the actual picture that we'd obviously taken the silhouette from and you know had them side by side and you could see yeah. clearly it was the silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> you still had some skeptics saying, I'm not sure. Can it be it's like a, Homeworld or something? It's another expansion pack. It's, it's like, it's, I think everyone is absolutely convinced that Dawn of War 2 could not exist because it's just a permanent There have been so many expansion, expansion packs now. It just seems logical that it will continue yeah. indefinitely. But shall we talk about Dawn of War 2? Um, if you like. Uh, okay. It's so got orcs and stuff only in. Orcs and humans. Are orcs yeah. and humans. Orcs and marines. Have they yeah. chaos? No. No. They haven't confirmed. All, the bastards wouldn't confirm anything. pounds there's chaos in it. They'll, they'll be chaos and, and orcs. might as well have chaos. The most exciting thing for me about it um, is that it's got a co-op. It's a co-op RTS, yeah, and that makes me so phenomenally excited. Some monkey, I can tell from here, shiver. Yeah, some monkey or simian of some kind um, was saying that the co-op campaign was only for the orcs and humans, but I think that's just a misinterpretation. They just think that that because those are the that's what they told Jim races that have been announced. Oh, really? Yeah, that there would be other races, but that you wouldn't be able to play co-op. Yeah. 
that's fucked up because that means they're probably going to go for a campaign where you just choose do you want to play orcs or do you want to play humans like in Winter Assault you get to pick order or disorder whereas like the last two expansion packs have been a free um, campaign map where you pick whichever of the yeah. 11 races or whatever it is now. I would just like to point out to the listeners that the feature itself is is, is more certain than <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't read the feature than we are. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should have read it before we started talking I read about it, it. do you think so? Magazines well, I, read it. I, I think I read it yeah. of course you signed it out Russell yeah I did did you like it? yeah think no it was <laughs> are you using your, your capacity to compartmentalize information so that you can read articles without spoiling games for yourself? pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. It's, okay. a, it's a skill that okay headline, headline hard features for the only person in the room who can actually remember the feature <laughs> <laughs> well you, there's lots of customizability you can like um you know your hero characters get to have different weapons and looks and they have they've sort of the technical term is war gear war As gear in dark crusade and soulstorm <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever STF yeah you upgrade your, your commander with war gear in it like yeah, this is special for, um, custom stuff that appears on your character and uh, yeah but more so probably <laughs> yeah it is on more this, so. there's more kind of more subtle use of cover and buildings and things yeah. like that so. um, what, what, what it sounds like they're doing is they're integrating the um, honor guard units with that so that you have this kind of entourage of guys who it's, are it's, it's for squad. the entire army so yeah. one of the things that they're trying to do is move away from the base building of oh, really? RTS games yeah. and have it about like three or four squads of soldiers and how you use those because I like base building too. well yeah whatever. it doesn't make a lot of sense in Warhammer as we no. said that like, isn't in the tabletop game or anything they just so <laughs> if you have a bunch of RPG characters you remember um, how Warcraft 3 was meant to be about kind of lots of RPG-ish stuff it was like this amalgamation of RPG and RTS yeah. is that's where they're going so taking the best bits of Warcraft and World of Warcraft and Dawn of War and Company of Heroes so you have lots of kind of upgradable war gear, lots of loot flowing in, lots of kind of upgrades and experience. Same kind of crazy action and violence and kind of bombosity of Company Heroes. Uh, and what of Company Heroes? Bombosity. Oh, right. It's that like pomposity, but with bombs. Yeah. Right, yeah. And composty. Yeah. And bombast. I knew, I knew yeah. that. I knew that. Um, bombast, yeah, that's exactly the word I was going to use. Bombastitude. <laughs> and Bombasticity. <laughs> and it's got orcs in it. Well, you can't go too far. Orcs are awesome because I've only just started playing them really in the um, Dawn of War games, and I didn't know that when you order like a load of orcs to go somewhere, they go orcs, 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 orcs. orcs, Yeah, you say that. The barks in in Dawn of War are absolutely mental. You say that, but if you sit there and play as orcs next to your production editor (laughs) very loud, you will get punched in the arse. And also, don't play as Eldar, it's rubbish. Yeah, Eldar, shit. And so are Imperial Guard. Uh. Shut up, they're the best. <laughs> By the way, so yeah, I, I was able to play Dawn of War uh, at work, no problem. And my Steam account at home, so I downloaded all the Dawn of War expansions when you know, uh, Soulstorm was released. And none of, none of them would work, nothing, not even Dawn of War Gold. So went on the forums and, uh, and the knowledge base thinking, oh, don't worry, I'm sure the Valve will have, will have uh, you know, provided lots of solutions. Not a thing. I eventually tried something that, that I dug up at the bottom of a forum. And, and this is my tip of the tip of the month. If you're trying to play a game on Steam and it's not working, um, try going in. You sort of right-click properties, and like you verify the integrity of the game cache or the download or something like that. That's exactly. Go in there, files, do it, and it takes ten seconds and it works. Brilliant. They're so yeah, guaranteed fix for all problems. Says editor of PC Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, no, console. not guaranteed fix. Uh, <laughs> Guaranteed fix for me. There are quite a few RTS games coming out now with co-op, aren't there? Because Red Alert, Red Alert was announced 3. and it's going to have That's co-op good. as well. We yes. should play. So you can't play. You can't play co-op in Dawn of War. 
Well, you can play skirmish against the computer. Yeah, you can have skirmish match where you know, it's two Oh, we're talking about skirmish. Uh, sorry, co-op campaigns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Dawn of War Two. And is it drop That's in, drop cool. out in Red Alert Three? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. No. Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. Definitive yes from PC game. If you play it, I, I will now nod or shake my head to indicate. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Does that make it clear? Yes. You didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you play the single player, the then, then the, you will have like AI tactics. So I guess. Yes. So it's Gears of War essentially. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Gears of Red Alert. But Gears of Warhammer. A. Oh no, we're talking about Red Alert, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just drifted off for a minute there. Gears of World War 3. Okay, so, so that's Warhammer 40k Dawn of War, which is a really long title two. when you're trying to fit it onto the cover, I can tell you. Yes, two. Otherwise <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be no scoop at all. <laughs> Recall the cover. going to be in 3D, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Running around the shops with a marker pen. Um, you did put two on the cover, didn't you? Oh, God. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even seen the, haven't even seen the magazines yet. We, we haven't got them back from the printers yet, so I hope so. Honestly, like, I was really worried now. No, don't be. It's fine. <laughs> I looked at it carefully. Okay. Uh, I Are also, you ready for an old dawn? Yeah, <laughs> the same old dawn. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a pretty good game. Um, so, yeah, st st still on Warhammer. Yes. I went out to see Warhammer Online in Paris. This is Fantasy Warhammer. This is Fantasy Warhammer. Orcs with a C, not uh, a K. Orcs with Cs and axes. <laughs> I thought they were still with a K. In the... Maybe I'm... We know nothing. Now you're just displaying <laughs> your ignorance, Tom. <laughs> I know they're C in Tolkien and Warcraft and stuff. Are they, are they C, they're, they're, they're C in Warhammer Fantasy 2, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, no, one, no one knows why. It's just a, one of life's mysteries. Warhammer so, Online, I've got, um, I've got an announcement. Go on. There's no dancing. That's not an announcement. You put it on the blog. Okay. And also there is now, isn't there? Yes, there is. There is <laughs> okay, there's an okay, announcement. announcement. Why, why is there dancing in Warhammer Online? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> you I should make that a section, should we? Old news, wrong news. With Tim. Tim. <laughs> um, dun, dun, dun. So, uh, I was playing Warhammer Online and it's got, um, you, you kind of just sitting around waiting for a skirmish to start. And a type slash dance and the character refused to dance. He didn't just not dance. He refused to dance. And that really upset me. Well, it flashed up. Um, Tim refuses, refuses to, dance, to dance. And the guy shrugged his shoulders. I was like, you shit. You absolute shit. How dare you not do what I say? As an extension <laughs> of my being and um, part of my connection to this game world, if you don't do what I do, I think you're a complete cock. Um, anyway... I didn't say this to everyone else looking <laughs> and back, backing away. You typed carefully to your character. <laughs> um, Look, Sonny. I'm blogging this. <laughs> I totally know. Oh, I'm fucking blogging this. I'm podcasting this. <laughs> I hope you. This is how every press event ends now. A piece of game storming out the room saying, like, I'm blogging this. <laughs> we should get that, have you seen those t shirts? Just say, I'm blogging this. Oh. We need a little sign that just flashes up and say, um, Fail. <laughs> um, and so. We just had a kind of joke about it at the events. Um, I was trying to ask like why there's there's no dancing, um, and they they made a decision that dancing in Warhammer just doesn't happen. And actually, I kind of I kind of see their point because if you dance, essentially, you want to um, you're expecting to get like the dances that we have, like break dancing or kind of real world references in Warhammer. And so they they really shied against it. They have got other really funny and silly emotes like you can juggle cats. And so there's cat juggling yeah, but there's so no dancing there's, there's, but what they've decided to do is essentially move the funny emotes to the slash dance command so no one refuses to dance anymore so I think that's a victory oh I see so you victory still for dance, PC gamer yeah. yeah but 
victory so, against the forces of Warhammer. Yeah. But um, this is a world with like, you know, sex gods and <laughs> dark rituals and crazy. But mad no cats. dancing. <laughs> I mean, it's pure comedy Warhammer. The orcs and the the goblins and stuff are all just you know well, slapstick. Actually, um, in Warhammer 40k, it is more slapstick. Um, yeah, but, but Warhammer um, Fantasy has always been a little bit darker, a little bit more serious. Not with the Greenskins. I don't know about the other races, but um, yeah. the Greenskins, like the whole opening area, all your quest lines are jokes. They're all comedy things about picking yeah, up squigs and yeah. getting things drunk. And oh, I fucking love squids. Squigs? squigs. Do you like squids? I don't like squids, actually. I'm allergic to them. Do you like You're allergic Mari? to them? Um, Did he discover this thing. in a battle with like a kraken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brought me out in a terrible rash. <laughs> um... So now there is not going to be dancing, but there is going to be some. There are still Silliness. some funny books. Cat juggling. Warhammer Online, interesting game. What would you like to know about it? I think we should rebel against the no dancing policy by just moving our characters around in a dancey type fashion. I did suggest this. <laughs> typing slash sit and then slash stand really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> get up, get like down. Russian, get up, get down. <laughs> Russian dancing, uh, Cossack dancing. There will be a, a YouTube video within six hours of release of you know people cut to MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what would I like to know about Warhammer Online? Because you, you, you were the most sceptical um, um, when we did the Warhammer Online cover. You are pretty sceptical about some of the features of it. Well, I remember now you you're said, testing my memory there. Yeah. Why, why should <laughs> we play it and not World of Warcraft? Uh, because you like punching orcs in the face more and better. <laughs> <laughs> more and better orc punching. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's World of Warcraft. It's more are there Skaven in it? Yes, there are. Uh, but not as, a play, not as a playable race. There's a uh, Skaven underworld underneath the main Sounds Empire good. city of Altdorf, which is a great big dungeon that you can explore. That sounds cool. Yeah. I like to see that. Also, there's loads of Skaven hiding in barrels around Altdorf that ambush you if you're just kind of wandering around. Oh, mm. the Slan in it. Slan? Who are they? Oh. They're like weird... I think like they're frogmen? Or they're, in, they're on the other continent. They're kind of froggy men. Yeah, they're, they're kind of amphibian... Definitely they're, Anuran. They're, uh, they're, they're kind of based on a... Kind of Mayan, um, yeah. Without of old South American culture, without actually like knowing, aquatic. I'm going to say definitive yes. <laughs> I think I would venture definitive a definitive no. Yes. You people are nerds. I don't know anything about what <laughs> we're at all. Welcome yeah. to the PC Gamer podcast. I yeah, don't, I don't. What, it's, it's a home for like, nerds. What's the difference between the two, like Warhammer Fantasy and Warhammer, like Orcs and both? Forty thousand years. It's in the future where there's only war. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but war. Still orcs. No dancing, yeah. just war. Yeah. But they spell orcs differently. Okay. Yeah. Who reckons that the Warhammer 40k MMO will have dancing? No, actually, I think it's even more serious. Right? It'll have like Zerg juggling or alien juggling. No oh, dancing at all. Oh, terrible crossover. Mix beams there. I'm crossing the beams. You mean tyranid juggling? Yeah. 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 Baby tyranids. No, there'll be no tyranids in it. <laughs> ne never fucking tyranids in it. <laughs> <laughs> they're just fucking with us aren't they they know I love Tyranids and they're just not going to put any in any yeah. Warhammer game you know ever again it's because they hate you <laughs> absolutely they don't know me man they know you I told them about you I think the um, I think Warhammer Online and Warhammer 40k Online must be stopped because the entire massive multiplayer genre must end um, I, I was going to say that um, opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent this <laughs> game or future publishing the Warhammer Online, online team are lovely and they kind of put up with my yeah. um, insane kind of ramblings about dancing for a long time without actually just getting angry so why I'd like to congratulate them on because why won't, been... why won't they let journalists on the beta uh, I'm ashamed to admit this on our podcast they will not let journalists on the beta they accept random submissions from random people in the world but if there's a little box that says are you a journalist 
click here. You didn't fall for that, Ross. <laughs> and if you are a journalist, we will hunt you down and kill you. That's we should have followed our reader's advice. It's, it's not um, actually mythic. It's, um, it's Goa is a problem. In Cable's, I think this month, an issue that's just going on sale, um, one helpful reader writes that he got on the Warhammer Online beta by essentially pitching himself as the least likely person to play it because he knows that they'll want like a good cross-section of <laughs> potential <laughs> players. So all his friends filled in like honest information about, yes, I'm a Warhammer fan for ages and I'm you know, geek and I play Half-Life 2 and stuff. And he said, I'm a middle-aged female single mother with <laughs> an interest in ponies. And I've never played Games Workshop before. And he got in. <laughs> Success. Wow. If only we could lie. But we don't know how, do we? <laughs> We're journalists. How yeah. would we lie? Like, it's physically impossible. I don't think it is go, actually. I think it's mythic. The, the problem? Yeah. I thought you just said they were lovely. They are lovely. But they just don't want journalists playing the beach at the moment. Fuckers. Curse them. John Walker was telling me about the press trip. And yeah. The, yeah. It's good fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just leaving that there. Details. In case so, you like um, to yeah, that, that, that was a setup. Come on, Tim. Um, there Did were, you behave yourselves? Yeah, of course I behaved. Were there dancing girls? No, there weren't. What there were was tiny nibbles constantly. Tiny, tiny what? Tiny, so there's no food in France anymore. Oh, there's nibbles, no, no, right. <laughs> French people don't eat meals anymore. It's just, it's just stopped. What they do have is, is eat tiny little pieces of quiche. I think you off. might be generalising from French French to an entire country there. Slightly um, skewed vision from just from pretending over, press trips. Over, over three days, uh, there, was no, there was no meals. So it was just tiny little platters of food. Constant. Constant. It sounds it's, like heaven. No, it's not. But it's like, hey, it's lunchtime. Oh, excited. Let's go, let's go and get something to eat. You end up with a small... You know, like those burgers... Oh, I hate no, those little burgers. There's, there's no actual burger. There's essentially like a, a tiny meatball yeah. in a in a tiny little bun. You go, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I could eat like twenty of them. The novelty <laughs> really wears off. Those so, are the opiate of the journalists. <laughs> how press yeah. PRs shut us up. On the last on the last day, this is two two days without um, any kind of food. They put us on a boat and kind of going down the sink. It's a lovely boat. It's a like floating. Tim's making like a pushing motion as if they yeah. kind of pushed you off into the sea. <laughs> um, no, he's doing the rowing motion. <laughs> and it's like a conservatory on a boat, and it's it's beautiful and it's really nice and it's it's um, it's just a lovely kind of kind of way to finish the trip. Um, and they bring out the food and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm so hungry." And on the, on a boat in the middle of the Seine, there's 120 journalists starving. And they bring out tiny little food again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I can picture you descending like a flock of angry seagulls. Yeah. You could say it was literally a petit déjeuner. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I tell you what, that is, you, as, as organisation goes, that's insane. Yeah. Usually it's the opposite. Hang on, Usually hang on. Can just insane? Yeah. Where were you again? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah? Good. Hey! <laughs> you can use oh, that. That was one. actually quite good. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> but it was. Yeah. I don't want to kind of come across as um, that I'm kind of ungrateful. Ungrateful because I really spoiled little brat of a journalist. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a lovely time and the game's um, lots of fun. Good. Okay. Um, so, would you say it is a nice place to be? No. Oh, you don't want to do that link now? Yeah, well, yeah, we can do. Well, yeah, yeah, let's do that link now. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just, I would just... <laughs> <laughs> let's, try. let's try that again. Would you say it's a nice place to be? No, but I know better places to be. Really? Yes. Where would you say is a better place to be? Uh, I would say Hobbiton. Hobbiton? Hobbiton. Uh, I've been playing... Who lives there? Uh, Hobbits. Hobbits of all description. But mostly short. Yeah. And mm. hairy feet. In? Lord of the Rings Online. Which we've been playing again recently, yeah. me, Tim, and Dan the Arted. Why are we playing again? Um, because we kind of didn't much last year. <laughs> we thought we'd better have another look, because they've yeah. had updates and patches and 
all sorts. So we had another go, and uh, lo and behold, it's really quite nice. It's um, it's a lovely place to be. I think, yes. like the compared to World of Warcraft, which is just any excuse for some comedy, um, Lord of the Rings Online has a much more convincing world. It's it's trying to be, you know, Middle Earth. It really yeah. is. It's been, it makes a pretty good stab at it as well. And it's absolutely beautiful. Um, the kind of draw distance isn't quite crisis, but it's getting there. And the kind of water effects are getting there as well. And so you just have these kind of gorgeous rolling hillsides. And I was running around, at, running around at one point with Tim, and he just stopped and typed, wow, uh, exclam. And I, I just stopped and replied, what? And he goes, look, look at the view. And I was like, oh. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> he wasn't talking about World of Warcraft. Then. No, no, he was he was talking about the view that was unfolding in front of us. How well did it do commercially? Um, pretty well. I don't know how many it's. They, it's they held said on the rate to. of people um, coming in. They've got positive churn, which means that more people <laughs> coming than leaving. Mm, that's good churn. Um, <laughs> and the the, ra- the amount of people they're getting is increasing very very rapidly. So okay. I think it's always going to be overshadowed by World of Warcraft. But actually, I think it's a much bigger success than perhaps we give it credit for. Yeah, it's interesting because it seems like that's, you know, if anything has a chance to, to you know, fare well against World of Warcraft at all, it's got to be that. It needs, it needs I mean, to have a all, big brand behind it. Yeah. All, all yeah. our hardcore games are looking forward to Warhammer Online and Age of Conan to see if they do anything interesting mechanically, but they're not really kind of sales juggernauts the way yeah. a license like Lord of the Rings is. And Lord of the Rings is a huge license and it's well made and it's good. And with those three things going for it, that's pretty much the best combination you can have. The interesting thing for me about Lord of the Rings Online is the pace that they've updated it and changed the game. So, how long has WoW been out? Four years? Uh, Yeah. Three, four years. Um, And they're getting round to adding uh, new haircuts into the game. (laughs) And you you kind of think, well, that's not a massive change. Um, But actually, like, already Lotro's got all that stuff in. It's got player housing in. They added that in kind of one of their first patches. They've added loads of new zone, like free new zones, and like the latest patch for World of Warcraft is the first one to add new geography for free. Um, and I just think that's kind of an amazing achievement by Turbine to kind of constantly be hammering mm. this stuff out. Yeah, I think they've done really well. Actually, I was, I was pretty impressed with it. I mean, we got onto this by talking about nice places to be, and I think Tim, you particularly felt that it was it's just a great place. Yeah, just a beautiful sort of place. I. I I'm kind of torn whether whether I, f- I mean World of Warcraft is very different in its feel and the atmosphere it tries to create, and I think I still feel happier just you know bumbling about in the in the forests in in World of Warcraft. But um, yeah, I, I was very impressed with what Lord of the Rings did. Apart from just I started out playing a Hobbit, and Jesus Christ, they annoyed me. <laughs> so the little voices and the little little kind of wobbling around. Do they speak in West Country accents? Um, some of them, I think, yeah. But it, it looked like the fucking Teletubbies in that whole area. I think the Teletubbies were closely based on the work of Tolkien. <laughs> so I hear. Uh, it was that unpublished fifth book. Yeah. Um, yes. So, nice place to be. Graham. Uh, Come on, I just gave you about three minutes to think of somewhere. Yeah, I've been thinking for longer than that, but I was kind of hoping that you would died. ask the question in such a way that I could make a fish pun. But <laughs> you didn't. Oh, when was that going to oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, you were just on the verge of a fish pun at any point during it. Yeah, no, but like place um, to fish. Oh, you yeah. see. Um, so have you have you? What's your favourite place? What's your favourite well, place? Um, yeah, this is really going to work now, isn't no. it? No, <laughs> but explain it is also funny. How do you make a magazine, everybody? <laughs> well, we we, we, we get don't. to delete stuff. 
Try not to delete things in the podcast. Um, Shall um, I go first? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Tom. Tom. <laughs> Rescue us, please, God. Have you any nice fish lately? <laughs> Favourite places in games? Um, I have two, actually. Um, one's very kind of real world, um, and one's very out there. Um, the real world one is uh, in Deus Ex, shockingly. <laughs> Tom likes Deus Ex. Um, <laughs> there's, everyone raves about the Liberty Island level, because it's the one everyone has played and can relate to. But actually, the one that I thought was going to give you the best sense of, holy shit, I can do anything here, is... Um, I think it's the Vandenberg Air Base, kind of halfway through the game, and you just start the level on the roof of this building, um, and inside there are systems that you've got to shut down and take offline, and uh, bots that you can activate on your side, and bots patrolling outside that are on the enemy side, and you're just horribly outnumbered. Um, security measures absolutely everywhere, laser grids and turrets and commandos and stuff, um, and it is just completely open-ended, so you can jump straight off the roof and you know, scale the side of the building, go down there and run around the outside. And uh, you can break into a skylight and kind of crawl through ventilation shafts and stuff and um, get out into an upper balcony and snipe people from there. And, and basically, every time I start that level, no matter how many times I play it, when I'm on the top of that roof, I'm thinking, hmm, I can do something new here. And it's just an incredible sense of freedom. The other one is um, Less Real World is just the, um, I think it's called The Receiver at, in um, Darwinia, which is just this absolutely beautiful level. Um, just little Galapagos of polygonal islands with little satellite dishes and stuff. And uh, the souls that uh, float up from the ground every time you kill something in Darwinia, or any time one of your Darwinians dies, um, they're all floating up to this big soul repository in the centre of the whole world. And on this map, they're floating downwards. And it's the place where everything comes from the soul repository to be reprocessed. Yeah. And so it's just this rain of these orange-like blobs, basically, that fall really, really slowly and just gives it an incredible atmosphere. I remember when um, Introversion came in, the first time we ever saw um, uh, Darwinia, and they showed the level with the, like, the mines, and um, I was just absolutely flabbergasted. Polygon mines. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, the, the, you could see just instantly that um, like Chris is just an utter genius and yeah. a beautiful artist at the same time. Yeah, it's incredible, because he, he's, um, you know, you kind of think of him as a coder, really, because he single-handedly codes these games, yeah. and actually Darwinia shows that you know, as long as he's not having to work with Photoshop, he can actually be an incredible artist. Yeah. So Graham, <laughs> where's your favourite place? Uh, see, when... Uh, There's that. actually a chippy, next, <laughs> There's a chippy next door but one to me called the Golden Place. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Is it a well, good place? Well, if only I'd known no, that not previously. Really. It's I a bit rubbish. <laughs> see, I had a good haddock last night. <laughs> there are lots of places in games I like, but I don't have one definitive perfect place that I love the most, which when you think about it, is almost as interesting as having a really good anecdote to tell when you ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I was, just about, I was just thinking about Vice City actually, I love Vice City. Yeah. It's kind of a game that when you finish, you still just want to hang around and just, just ride yeah. about and you know, go take a motorbike and Yeah, I, mean, I spent weeks driving around Vice City doing yeah. wheelies at the airport and stuff yeah. like that, but I have no particular yeah. affection for the... And I, don't, I don't think you do that in San Andreas. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay. I bomb around uh, Mount Chiliad all the time. I love it. Okay. I just like the outdoors. But in, in games. games. In games, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, disaster. Summer's coming. You have to go outside more. Piss. Yeah. yeah. We need to get um, laptops. Get thicker blinds. Yeah. Thicker <laughs> blinds. No, I just feel guilty then. It was nice on Saturday, and I stayed in for most of the day playing San Andreas. It's all right, though. We've got all the day for yeah, us. Yeah, April, April showers. I hope so, eh? Yeah. Um, okay, good. Well, what else were we going to talk about? Uh, I wanted to talk a bit about a custom map 
for Team Fortress 2 when <laughs> okay. we playing this lunchtime. Yeah, yes. Tom was. This While is, I was playing Peggle Extreme. I have like an almost phobia of uh, custom maps. Uh, I just think, you know, Valve make it, I'll play it to death, and I don't care what anyone else is doing. Valve must be the best. <laughs> there cannot be anything else of interest in the entire world. And I'm a complete TF2 purist. I hate any mods, any tweaks to it whatsoever. I mute everyone on voice chat because I don't want them talking while I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Let me play the game exactly as it was intended. It's quite a psychotic attitude to take. Yeah, so I did that for my first 200 hours. <laughs> and now I'm starting to think maybe it's time to branch out. <laughs> <laughs> so this lunchtime, I just piled on like essentially the most offensive server I could find. It was um, it, not even running TF2 in the traditional sense. It's a mod called Pwn Shop, <laughs> which is just you know absolute unrestrained madness, just fucking with the TF2 formula relentlessly in, in crazy ways. And the map was called Happy Cow. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew this was not going to be like a, a mainstream purist <laughs> TF2 experience. Uh, and it was absolutely fucking brilliant. I'm amazed how good it was. I haven't had so much fun in TF2 in ages. And uh, Happy Cow, the map, is um, basically Gold Rush. If you want an idea what Gold Rush is like, um, find a server that's playing Happy Cow and join it. <laughs> um, is it, is it so, me, or have we been saying fuck a lot more than usual? I was saying fuck yeah, a lot then. Fuck you. I felt very passionate about the subject. No, I, I said it a lot too. I, just, yeah. I think it's, I'm just a bit grumpy today. I, I I'm really happy today, actually. Oh, but you're always yeah. happy. No, I wasn't happy yeah. yesterday. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, it's Gold Rush with a cow. Um, so instead of escorting a mining cart to the destination, which is how Gold Rush is going to work when it comes out in the new payload game mode, you're escorting the wooden cutout cow from Two Fort. I don't know if you ever noticed on the red side behind some grating yeah. on the second floor, there's a little cutout wooden cow. Yeah. Well, because they're not really keen on making new assets for custom maps, because it makes it a big download and it's really difficult. They just took that and put it on some train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's brilliant. The so, more so players they actually... the cow, the, further, the faster it moves along the track. And it even has like a little HUD notification they've added so that when no one's near the cow, it says, no one is looking after the cow. <laughs> <laughs> so they've actually made the payload game mode Yeah. Uh, in a just a little mod which doesn't take much download yep. to download. And when you're playing it with Shop, it adds even more um, madness to the whole thing because, you know, the cow's unattended and then you get a message that a nuke is incoming from the red team. <laughs> Hang on, the red team have nukes? <laughs> we have a cow. And suddenly the whole map goes white and there's just like, you know, complete silence as the thing wrecks the whole map. Super. And then you get an alert that um, the guy standing next to you is going to blow up in nine seconds. <laughs> you have to run away from it. <laughs> and then you can... Um, the other thing you do is uh, the Pwn Shop mod, you can just type slash roll at the chat command and roll some dice and gives you a random effect um, as a result of that. So it can reduce you to one health, make you explode in 10 seconds, um, double your health, or the one I got was 40 seconds of 100% crits. <laughs> So it was just <laughs> every single shot is a critical hit and it lasts for 40 seconds. So you just absolutely dominate the enemy team. Um, and as it happens, um, Robin Walker said a little while ago that they scrapped the, um, what was it called, the overhealer um, unlock that they were planning for the next update for TF2, um, which was going to permanently double everyone's health, basically, when you used it on them. Um, and the one they're testing at the moment, which I think is probably going to make it, is an alternate medigun for the medic where... Instead of ubercharging somebody to make them invulnerable, uh, when you ubercharge them, it just gives them 100% crit chance. So they'll just be critical hitting every single Jesus, shot for that 10 that's seconds. That's going to be so much but fun. But they're not invincible, so they can, you yeah. know, if you're charging a load of sentries, you're still going to get chewed up in half a second. So but if a heavy's got that with another healer uh, ubercharging him, yeah. it's just carnage. Yeah, if, uh, that's going pretty to be much amazing. any class. <laughs> I want to be that heavy. <laughs> it's going to be all about getting two medics of different types to uber at the same time, because that's yeah. just going to be incredible. And crits work, do crits work on um, turrets? No, actually. Uh, they don't do any right. extra damage against sentries. So Ubercharge is still going to be the best thing against yeah. sentries because that's all about surviving. Yeah. Yeah. But um, this is definitely going to be... 
That sounds absolutely brilliant. Very good. But yeah, having actually played with 100% crits now, I can say it's ridiculously good fun. As a soldier, just no one so stands a chance. do you <laughs> think we should put that on our new server? Because we've Perhaps. got new servers, courtesy of our friends at Multiplay, uh, um, which are, are they working now? Well, they were a bit flaky on Friday, weren't they? Yeah, they? that was a TF2 update, we think. <clears> um, just <clears> right. TF2 got just patched very hastily, and it was causing yeah. some kind of overflowy things. We played um, on it last night, and it was fine. Yeah. Excellent. Seemed to be really good. Um, yeah, and that one's rather easier to add custom maps to, because our previous one with um, Jolt... That's not bad mouth, Jolt. You had to remote desktop into the PC and basically, you know, you, you see, set I, a Windows interface. Even though um, you say that, I love doing that, because I felt like... <laughs> feel like a spy. What's the best place for people to find our servers? On our Steam community. On our Steam community, so you just search for PC Gamer. And uh, you'll find us. Make sure you join us and not the other PC Gamer. Yeah, PC Gamer Magazine, they call yeah, themselves. Yeah, because they're, <laughs> they're not as good as PC Gamer. We're PC Gamer multimedia experience now. We, we are, have, I think, 7,500 members. Speaking of multimedia experience, do you know what's going to happen in September? This hasn't been 100% confirmed yet, so I don't want to jump the gun. We're all going to go to the cinema. We're all going to go and play games against each other uh, at a big um, LAN tournament because we're going to have a PC Gamer LAN tournament. <laughs> that was canned woo actually all, all I will say is keep the last weekend of September free that's my birthday is it it's, it's, it's oh, yeah. my Tom's birthday my birthday is the 28th is it I think it's going to be that, it's gonna oh, be that weekend no. yes yeah. that'd be brilliant you'll be like the, <laughs> have cake. We'll, have, we'll have cake for 500 people have special birthday plans for all you know do we get paid <laughs> for that weekend <laughs> do you get paid for that weekend Graham you're so cynical I know I am um, maybe dude you're going to be happy <laughs> yeah I don't trust you anymore though Tim yeah, and now why is that, Graham? Because how's that for a segue? Yeah, yeah, because you made me stay awake for forty hours straight, you spiteful bastard. It wasn't exactly like they made you. Do it. <laughs> well, Does anyone I want to stay awake for forty eight hours. Me, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I regret that decision. I <laughs> blame <laughs> Tim for putting me into that position. You look like you've recovered now, though. Yeah, but I mean, it the took two weeks. Their kind of usual level. Yeah, mm. but it was like a week of getting a horrible cold because I did it, and then. So. Would you enjoy it? No, not at all. I don't think <laughs> you could prove in court that you caught the cold because we made you stay awake. <laughs> I think my immune system was lowered and yeah, stuff. That, that, that happens. Did you get anything else for it at all? Apart from a cold? Uh, the knowledge not to do it again. No, <laughs> so, you, like, so you feel like yeah, you've grown as a person. <laughs> Excellent. Because future's all about personal development, really. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I don't really feel like I got much out of it at all. It seemed like a very stupid idea. By the, like, the 36th hour, when I really didn't want to play games anymore, I would very much like to have gone to bed. So, Graham, can you just reiterate for us why we did this? Or forced you to? <laughs> because gamers sleep, and we wanted to see what would happen to your gaming abilities if you didn't sleep. Absolutely. There's always that uh, just one more go, or just one more round, uh, keeping you from your bed at, uh, well, when you should be... Uh, fast asleep so yes we thought we'd um, see what happens when you don't get enough sleep and Graham stayed up for two whole days almost, almost. 45 hours yeah. uh, and was a physical wreck so don't do it kids get your sleep um, and we're going to have a feature on this and uh, not the new issue that's out on the 10th but the one following that so you'd have to wait and see interesting so we've been um, trying to think of a really good title clever title for it and Graham struggling Wake. Graham Wake this is my plan. Yeah. Like Alan so Wake. You know like Alan Wake, yeah. but with Graham. Yeah, do you see what I did there? I thought of a good one on the bus home from the... I was at a, away yesterday. I thought of a good one. Sleepless in Cyrodiil. Mm. 
<laughs> I love it when my ideas are received with rapturous. Uh, if we end up going with that one, you know what the other suggestions are like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. See, I, like, not I, as good. I came up with a bunch of like sleepless in Seattle and tried to think what I could replace Seattle with and stuff. But and did you reject Cyrodiil? Sleepless in San Andreas. I did actually. That was one of them that I thought of. I didn't okay. play Oblivion stupid. during the time, so maybe we should turn this into a competition. Why didn't we ask readers <coughs> yeah. to do this feature? Hey, readers. Tell do us. Our job Actually, us. we've got to do this like tomorrow. So. I had like the title in the feature and then I submitted it, which was yeah, Don't Lose Sleep Over It. Which, yeah. 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 It's yeah. not brilliant, is it? <laughs> you know, if you look at that there screen, three uh, mediocre titles. as we're talking, you can see the green bar going out with the volume. And if you pretend there's no one in this room, it's like a robot is speaking. <laughs> What? You're weird. <laughs> Are you sure you've recovered from your photo? <laughs> That's true, actually. We've got the screen up with, with our kind of levels. and. So what you're saying the... is, because the levels are responding to our voice, if you imagine our voices weren't there, the levels would be responding to nothing. No, our voices are there, but just imagine that the voice is like controlling that little green button. Oh, I see, so it's as Graham, if he's speaking drinking? in our voices. No, but I'd like to. This is not really an effect <laughs> that our readers can share in, is it? No. <laughs> Well, maybe we could maybe we take a photo and put it on as like an accompanying <laughs> image. A video. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do a. Vo- do they call it vodcast? Yeah, yes. sometimes. We'll do a vodcast just of us and the screen, <laughs> so people can know what we're talking about. Yeah, and then they would think the yeah. computer was a robot and it was speaking. Um, what anywho. Else? Yeah, anywho, what we're going to talk about the Byron report. Uh, I want to just take a moment to just think about how weird that was. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought I, we'd, we'd do that. By can we take a negative on. moment? I, like almost, <laughs> I almost immediately regretted that. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you try these things, you live in there. That's why we don't edit the podcast. Much. It's much more fun. Um, so yeah, Byron Report. From Lady Byron. From la- not a lady. <laughs> She's not a lady. She's a baroness. lady, but not a lady. Or a uh, duchess. Does someone um, want to sing the song now? No. She's a lady. she seems like a nice lady Um, and they so yes she was commissioned by the government to research games and how evil they were for kiddies and the internet as well because obviously the games and the internet they're just about the same thing you hear how she did this uh, uh, she asked people. Yeah, she just asked a load of kids, what do you think yeah. of games? And then she asked a load of parents, what do you think about your kids playing games? And they told her and she voted up. It's kind of logical, really, when you think about <laughs> it. It's like journalism. Yeah. We could have done that. It doesn't seem like that much work went into it. Yeah, it's <laughs> 130 pages or something. I mean, um, yeah. Probably some quite big pictures. A big, big print, double spaced. I'm not going to say that's too embarrassing. Good. Go okay. Up. So, anyway, <laughs> the upshot is actually, it's all quite sensible. Um, and advice on things like, hey, parents, you should probably know a bit more about the games you're buying for your kids. Are they going to stop games being sold um, because of naughtiness? No. Are they going to stop? Do you want me to tell you why? Why? Because they just won't. No. Um, Well, the thing about the Byron Report is that it contains suggestions for the government and for trade bodies and the BBFC and so on. Uh, hmm, you should do this, or this isn't very effective, or people don't understand that, you should do this. And there are lots of little tweaks suggested to the rating system in particular. Now, they're not, uh, you know, the, the suggestion isn't um, games are too violent, you, we shouldn't allow these games to be sold. It's more along the lines of let's just make sure that games for adults are only sold, sold to adults. Um, to which the internet and the world uh, said, duh. Is um, it going to be more and reviewing games? Let's hope so, because that was great. I think she's got a real future uh, as a games journalist. Uh, just search Anne Diamond plus Byron Report online to see what we're talking about there. Um, I particularly like... And look at the picture really carefully. <laughs> uh, I particularly like in that Daily Mail piece, um, the bit 
where she said, these games seem really violent. My 12 and 10-year-old boy. 12 and 14. 12 and 14. Um, yeah. They seem to be playing the games like Resident Evil. They're really violent, aren't they? Yes. Yes, yes. they are. They're 18-rated, so you shouldn't have let them play. Idiot. Um, other questions of <laughs> foreign ports. Does it mean the end of the internet? Because I read that oh, it does. Certainly, because, because <laughs> Where did you read that? one person can get the internet closed down. Well, one of the problems is that a lot of these suggestions have international consequences and, you know, it's just not going to happen. Um, but I think she's been quite realistic. She's obviously quite a sensible woman and understands that um, you can't change the internet. You can change people's perceptions and understanding and um, just sort of... Uh, just give them a bit of common sense, really. Don't let your kids, uh, you know, go somewhere where you don't know what awaits them. You know, she, she made a good analogy. It's like sending your kids out to play, uh, out the front door to play, and closing the door, and you not knowing where they are. That's what the internet's like. Except they can't be, you know, killed. Um, well, they could be. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen some pretty cool sites. Intimodeath.com. Yes. <laughs> Um, is it wrong to slightly fancy but, but, Tanya but, Barron? Hold on. Yes, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Probably not, I don't know. Yes. Uh, probably not as worse as Anne Diamond. Uh, yeah, yeah don't, don't deny it. Um, uh, um, uh, but it, it's at least something that parents can understand. <laughs> Our editor there. Parents can understand. <laughs> Our editor prevaricating. Um, it, it's, 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 a lot of it is in language that parents can understand. You know, uh, the analogies and the... Uh, just the common sense stuff. Parents can kind of get a handle and they, they can actually can appreciate what she's talking about rather than getting into legal jargon and, and technical jargon. And if they can't, they've got drawings from kids to help them along. Like yes. the cover picture, which has a man reaching out of a PSP with a fist reaching for a child and the child saying, oh no, he harmed me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Thank you. Thank you for Did that. you used to watch um, Good Morning with Anne and Nick? Yeah, mm. sometimes. No, I've had a job for 10 years. <laughs> um, I watched it this morning with Richard, not Judy, recently. Yeah? That's very good. Mm. I wonder what breakfast TV's like now. <laughs> don't know. Let's have a day off tomorrow and find out. <laughs> okay. We'll do a feature about it in the magazine. It's like a piece of game field watch trip TV. to our own houses. <laughs> yeah. How did we get into that? Oh, Diamond. Oh, and Diamond, yeah. Um, any other questions about the Byron Report? Are they going to crack down on swearing? Oh, I fucking hope not. Um, oh, I fucking love swearing. It's brilliant. Um, Actually, that was going to be a segue it, into it talking is, about... It is uh, un, under the... the um, it is taken into account by the rating systems, yeah. Does, uh, it, does it mean that every game is going to have to be rated by the BBFC? I hope not. No. It's kind of... It's, it's suggested that... that it, yeah, it's kind of suggested that, that, it, that they should be, but the BBFC don't have the ability to do that. They're just not nearly big enough. They'd have to recruit a couple of dozen people to be full-time <laughs> A couple of dozen? This is impossible. No, they, they're a really small organisation. Uh, and, but the real problem is that the developers and publishers would have to pay for that. So anyone who couldn't afford that, and it, it would be yeah. many, many thousands of pounds um, for that rating to be to be done, wouldn't be able to get their game on shelves. So you'd yeah. never see you'd never see Darwinian on shelves. And as we know, getting things rated by the BBC is expensive and annoying. Yeah. The BBFC have actually said, "Don't worry about our resources; we'll be just fine." Though. So they're saying they can do that. Yeah, as long as people pay them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about giving us money. We're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go ahead. Queue Isn't up with your checkbook ready. If game's got to be rated 12 or over, then the BBC, BBFC are supposed to rate it now, whereas before it was <laughs> 16 and over. What's yeah. the great system? If you're going to give it 12, then please rate it. But if not, then you <laughs> yeah. need to rate it to find out whether or not it's going What's to be. What's the difference between the BBFC and the PEG? 
Piggy. Piggy. Piggy is <laughs> a no European Piggy. thing rather than UK. They're games okay. only, and I think they read things for free. It means nothing. It means it's kind of a voluntary thing, yeah. and you rate yourself. Woo! I'm yeah. really you think of the game. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we did A for awesome. Um, so, again, we're back to the Britain, Europe, world thing and actually finding a, a solution which, which works for everybody. Um, I think th- th- there's some confusion because Peggy have a 16 rating and BBC have a 15 rating. Games that have a 15 rating can actually technically be worse in some ways than a Peggy game with a 16. But basically, the upshot of this, don't worry about the Byron Report because it's quite yes. sensible. Yeah. The upshot is, don't worry, it's, everything's fine. You can still murder people in Manhunt 2. I was asking about swearing because I was going to link into talking about the Penny Arcade game, but then it occurs to me, am I actually allowed to talk about the Penny Arcade game? Since you're reviewing it currently and might give away your thoughts. Oh no, not for the review, but like, are we under NDA or something? Well, there's no NDA been signed or anything. Hey, in my case, I can tell you that it is funny. Yeah? Yep, it's actually really Oh no, there was an NDA I signed which said you can't <laughs> say whether it's funny or not. Oh. Shit! I've discovered by playing the Penny Arcade game that hobos are weak versus gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> that is that a fact? That. And also some of them will hold, up my a, will hold up a sign saying, we'll deal damage for food, and that deals like 20 damage to all of your party. That's good. Anyway, um, yeah, it's funny, but it does have a lot of combat, and the combat is not brilliant. It's all right, but it's, it's, it just re- gets a bit arduous after all. It's about five weeks till our review's going to be published, Tom, so I think you, you can kind of hold on the criticism right there. <laughs> well, you, if well, you well, I'm glad you playing it, it or started writing it yet. What? It, so it's full of swearing as well? Yeah, like completely. Wow. I mean, it's Penny Arcade, so it's common. But actually, yeah. there's no voice acting except the narrator at the start, which okay. I think is a good idea because, you know, as soon as you give voices to characters yeah, that yeah, have yeah. voices before, everyone hates you. Um, so it's textual swearing. So it's just like, Gabe, fuck. Tico, fuck. It'd be like, it'd be like giving sooty and sweet voices. Yeah. Sweet is a voice. Yeah, they do. No, he squeaks. Yeah. It's not a voice. Sooty <laughs> is a voice. He just whispers to Matthew so you don't hear it. Yeah, it's true. But it's a bit sinister, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's another kind of um, dementia in popular culture. Is Matthew like clearly? He has. He's kind of suffering a psychiatric a breakdown. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just talking to these puppets. Are we getting? Yeah, I'm sure. If we're getting into libel. Uh, um, yeah, legal yeah. territory here. Well, he's mm. a fictional character. So Matthew sure isn't. He called <laughs> Diamond an idiot. So. <laughs> I think I'll, that'll probably stand up in court. <laughs> Isn't it like the truthful test or the satirical test? <laughs> truthful. <laughs> How are we doing for time? Anyway, if you've ever wondered what a fruit fucker looks like fucking fruit, then the Penny Arcade game will enlighten you. Oh, I've seen you. that, yeah. So it's, it's every absolutely day. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really, it really is proper fucking. It's not just, you know, a vague pelvic gesture. It's it is no kind of tenderness Really there. going at it. It's not making love. <laughs> and then they have the audacity to piss the fruit juice back out onto you. At least I like to think they're pissing it. <laughs> <laughs> on that note uh, we, as we've been going for nearly an hour and this could be turning into our record length podcast I think we've probably better wind up should we put a cork in it <sighs> that's another image I don't need <laughs> have, we, have, we, have we covered all the territory that we aim to cover I think we have actually yes yeah, pretty good okay so don't forget to go out and buy the um, the uh, new issue out on April 10th uh, which is a Thursday it's got Dawn of War 2 on it I hope it's got to go Dawn of War 2 on it. Otherwise, it's just, just Dawn, Dawn of War. Of War. <laughs> um, oh God, that could be really embarrassing. And, uh, well, yeah. If it has, then this might be my last podcast. It's been lovely <laughs> working with you. Um, so thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today on the Peace Game podcast. No and problem, Ross. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, thank you, for, thank you for your support. Oh, they were very, very polite <laughs> this time. That's lovely. Um, and I hope you will uh, join us again next time as well.
We'll be Bye-bye. much better then. We, we always say that. We never are. <laughs> Bye.